Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, Panthers Insider, continues. And we go out to the phone line with Pitt Athletics beat writer, covers all things Panther Athletics, Chris Carter. Chris, good morning. Thanks for getting up with us. Thanks for having me, Pat. It's awesome to be here. Well, Chris, you and Noah do a great job, and I know you've you've been entrenched with this program now since August. And I don't think this season has gone certainly the way the Panthers have wanted it. Um, and uh, certainly have Pat Narduzzi has wanted it, but this team seems pretty dug in and, and believes that it can make a run. Do you sense that in talking to guys around the program? Oh, absolutely, Pat. You know, and uh, I've covered this team for you know the last two years as well, and when we've seen when I, one thing that I've seen is that with Pat Narduzzi, he has gotten his players to buy in, and I know that there's a lot of people when, when, the, when the Panthers lose, People are coming at Pat, and they're saying, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. And, and listen, Pat's not the perfect head coach. Nobody is. And, he, and there's certain calls that I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with that one. But one thing you can't deny is that he's got a program that guys want to be there. They want to stay there. They want to fight through things. And even when things go wrong, guys are sticking it out. You know, And I think this is a chance, and I wrote this in my preview that's in the Post-Gazette. I think that this is a chance to see, all right, how do these guys respond when their backs are against the wall? Each time last year, you know, after they lost to Western Michigan, after they lost to Miami, they came out swinging. And I think that that's one thing that the Panthers have on their side right now is this is your chance. You're going into the team that hasn't lost in the conference yet. It's their homecoming. North Carolina's ranked. Everyone's talking about Drake May. No one's talking about you now. Go in there, prove them wrong, and we've seen them, Pat, respond in those moments. I think this is a good opportunity for them to shine in that way, and I think it's a good way for a lot of their stars to step up and make some big plays. Yeah, there's no doubt, and I, you make a really good point about this program. And, and again, players coach gets thrown around a lot. Um, it's kind of a cliche term, but you know, yeah. when you listen to Pat Narduzzi on Monday and his staunch defense of Keaton Slovis and, and full support of him. Is that another example kind of, of of what he's built in this program and giving guys a chance to overcome their mistakes? And Keaton certainly made a, a bunch of them last week. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, this is something that Pat has always been like this. People are like, oh, why is he doing this? People forget when Chris Blewett missed, you know, missed the field goals against Clemson back in 2016 in that game. And he went over, he was like, hey, I'm going to believe you. He kissed that guy on the cheek. And then what happened? Chris Blewett went out there and made the game-winning field goal. And that's still the last time that anybody went into Death Valley and beat the Clemson Tigers. Like, like literally, they're on a 50-game win streak that they were celebrating last week on that field. So, you know, this, this is – and sure, there are times where it's to a fault, but you know what? I think that's part of why these why guys believe in this program. They know that Pitt's not just going to throw them away if they have a bad week. I mean, it, look at their running back room. You know, they have three guys who all three of them could be a starter somewhere in D1 football. Uh, in Vincent Davis, Israel Bonaconda, and Rodney Hammond. Yet everyone's sticking around because they're like, hey, you know what? This program believes in me. They're going to let me go out there and fight. And they found a way to balance that. And that was even with last year when they didn't run the ball nearly as much. So I absolutely agree. It's part of the demeanor of this program. It's like, hey, you know what? You know what? Like, you know, if it's not your day, it's not your day. But but, but trust and fight and believe because we believe in you. And this is going. And, and that I think that's produced a lot of good results for this program. Um, you know, right now they, they haven't had it this year. Um, as far as you know, as far as winning the majority, of the, well, they've won their four and three right now. They're hoping to beat maybe five and two or six and one at this point of the season. But this ain't over. If they win this game tonight, they are right back in this ACC Coastal contest. And I, I think that the thing is, is that when you when you beat a team like this, this can kickstart things. It reminds me a lot of when they went into Florida State uh, back in 2020. 
and you know there's a lot of doubt the season looked like it might come off the rails and then they came out of nowhere beat them and that sprung sprung their, their win streak to end that season Talking to Chris Carter from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, you know, you look at this defense, all the talk preseason was about this D-line, and it still is. I, I, but the talk is, when are they going to have that that big day? Haven't had a five-sack performance yet this season, had seven last year. In order to win this game tonight, do you think this this defensive line has to have four or five sacks? I, I really believe so. Drake May is not a quarterback that you just play around with. I mean, we've seen when he is a, given time to move around and, and do what he wants, he gets the ball out and finds your weak spot in the in the defense, and he'll 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 give his receivers chances to make plays. You can't give him that time. Uh, and you know, there's a few things that you can do to win this game because you know, on one side, the, the North North Carolina has the worst defense in the ACC. They're giving up the most rushing yards. They're giving up the most passing yards. They're giving up the most total yards. They're giving up the most points. If if Keaton Slovis and the offense can get going, and it can also happen with Israel Abadikanda because I think you can get after him there. If you, if you get this offense going and put North Carolina behind in some points, that'll put force to let your defense pin their ears back. And then Kalaja Kansi, Hababal Donato, uh, John John Morgan, Alexander. Heck, Dayon Hayes was back last week. You know he'll be in, he'll be in, I think even healthier this week when he plays. Then that group can start just pinning their ears back and say, Hey, we're coming, we're going to get you. And Tyler Wilkes, when we talked to him this week, they were like, Listen, we're coming to hit. Hit Drake May. We're not scared of anybody. We're, we we play how we want to play, and I think that's something that, again that speaks to Pat Narduzzi's program. Yes, they adjust to what quarterbacks like to do, but that does, they don't they don't stop trying to be who they are, and that's a fast physical defense that hits and runs and and forces you to make plays in tough moments. You know, Chris, it's interesting looking at this defense. They. They haven't had the sack numbers. They're still fourth in the league and top 20 in the country. It's not like they're not getting to the quarterback or affecting the quarterback. But this is a defense that has been under Pat Narduzzi. Everyone, especially you play an explosive offense, everyone talks about how they play press man coverage. They expose their corners. Why don't they play cover two? This is a defense that's second in the country, second in the conference, 18th in the country in pass efficiency defense. And you could argue that one person, embodies that trust and faith we talked about, and it would be Eric Hallett. What can you say about him and his progress as you followed him the last couple of years? Well, absolutely. We were asking Randy Bates about that, our defensive coordinator, uh, you know, earlier this week, and he talked about how much he's grown and how much they've, they've been able to rely on him to do. You know, I, it's funny. I remember Eric Hallett coming in and filling in at cornerback in 2020 and kind of just being plugged in at every position. And then uh, – you know, when when Paris when Paris Ford uh, went, you know, you know, uh, pulled out of the program in 2020, you saw him and Brandon Hill kind of both rotate into that safety role. And then in 2021, they found their rhythm. And there were times, you know what, in Western Michigan, he was the victim. He was the guy that was getting picked on. But he gets better every time he makes a mistake. And you know, he he made he made one. He fell for a screen pass. Uh, he thought a screen pass was coming last week against Louisville. He gave up a touchdown. Usually, when he makes a mistake, Pat. He comes back and he gets it the next week. He'll find a big, he'll have a big breakup. He'll have a big interception. He'll be there. And I think that he has embodied again. You like you talked about it. You know, Pitt. They they believe in putting their guys on islands, letting them fight and win one on ones. And some people say well, that's dumb. Well, you know what, Pat Narduzzi. He's had like what three or four years now where he got defensive back and getting drafted into the NFL. And I really think that Eric Eric Hallett's about to make it another year uh, when when this when this season's all said and done. Um, he he's been responsible. He's been a, he's been aggressive. Uh, you know, and there's been a couple times you know against Georgia Tech. If he had just 
you know, got a, had, had clamped his hands on the football and pulled in one, one of those interceptions, I think Pitt wins that game. But again, he's in position consistently. He talks, he communicates. He's a very smart uh, defensive back. Heck, he talked to us about how he wants to go to law school when his football career is all said and done. So he's a smart guy. He's a very athletic. I think he's a big key, and I put him in my players to watch category for this game because Drake May, hey, he's a he's a fantastic quarterback right now. He's a freshman phenom, and Pat Narduzzi said he's going in the first round someday. But you know what? If you can confuse a guy, if you can if you can be all over the field, you can take advantage of a guy like that. And I think Eric Howlett has to play some of those mind games with Drake May on the back end. He certainly does. And talking to Chris Carter, last one for you. Chris Carter does a terrific job covering the Panthers for the Post-Gazette. You know, Mike Tom- Tomlin said it last week, you know, games are typically won and lost by the team. The team that wins the game usually catches their interceptions. And the team that does it usually drops them. And, and that certainly was a story for the Panthers in a couple games uh, this season where they had the chance to take it away. But this game obviously is a, a huge hinge on the rest of this season. A big game against Syracuse next week. We'll just cut down to brass tacks. How you see this one going tonight for the Panthers? You know, I think that they, they, they have some offensive success in this one. Um, I've picked them to win every game this season, Pat. I, I've, I've said, hey, it's going to I think they can take this one out. I think that right now there are too many things that they have not been able to show this season. The passing offense has, hasn't been there. The pass rush hasn't been as consistent. They've dropped a lot of interceptions. They would need all of those things to turn around in this game. I think this goes down to the wire, but I do think North Carolina finds a way to get a, get a win in, in the late in the late part of the season. If if Pitt wins this game, I would not be surprised. Like, it is, I think this is a close one. It's just I pick the Panthers to win every time this season, and they've they've kind of they've got to you know it, they maybe look bad with some of these picks. And I'm like, okay, well I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hey, I'm just being realistic, but I'm also looking at this. I'm like, listen, if they did this, it would be the season turning point right here for Pitt. But I, I think that right now they need to they need to show that if they do that I'd be picking them to win the rest of the way because this is the one. But I just think North Carolina on offense presents a lot of too, too many challenges that they have not been able to overcome this year. Um, so I, I think I said North Carolina thirty one hit twenty seven. But again, I think the, I think Pitt can dig up in there. They got to get the turnovers. They got to hit Drake May and Keaton Slovis has to put some points up on the board. They do those things, and my pick will be wrong. Chris, thank you very much. We appreciate you coming on this morning, man. Have a great day. You too, Pat. There he goes, Chris Carter from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette.